Hey, folks, we're back with another great topic this week. I'm excited about this topic, Scott, because I get a lot of questions about this. So I, as if you don't know, I work with a lot of um, uh, families with children. Not you, Scott. I know you know, but if they don't know. I work with a lot of um, families that have um, children and dogs. So sometimes that be, becomes an area of concern because, as you can imagine, the kids are running around, the dogs running after the kids, they become nippy. And then when it comes to training, it's a whole different story. And so I wanted to talk about how to teach your kid to train your dog because it is possible. Um, so some of the challenges that, um, well, some of the challenges are, like I said, that families run into is like, you know, kids are very spontaneous. They're all over the place. The dogs are all over the place. So getting the whole family on the same page and, and kind of getting the kids to kind of, you know, focus and um, be direct with the dogs. So one thing I could tell you to get your kids to learn how to train a dog is definitely let them be involved in the training. Um, kids can train dogs as early as five years old. It just depends on the type of um, skill you're giving your um, kid to um, train your dog. So of course, like a lot of times out here with um, families like they're nipping and stuff like that. So you wouldn't give them something to do with the dog that kind of involves a lot of hand play just because it could become um, a little like crazy. So you don't want to do that, but you definitely want to get them involved. Um, a lot of times with my clients and the kids, I'll give them um, a game to play called the helicopter game, um, especially for dogs who are, well, puppies are very impulsive anyways, but especially jumpy dogs. Essentially, you know, you raise your hand up high, and, you know, you lower it down low. And then if the dog jumps, you go back up high again. So stuff like that, where they're not really touching the dog, but they still can work with the dog. But you definitely want to get them involved. Um, let's talk about um, some of the stuff that I hear, again, uh, from parents and dogs and um, people with kids and dogs, um, the jumping. Jumping's a really big one. Kids are running around the house. You're trying to walk around the house, but the dog's jumping. Visitors are coming in, the dog's jumping, especially if the dogs are younger, they're definitely a lot more jumpier. Um, so you just have to keep in mind when you're working with kids and your dog is um, becoming more jumpy, uh, you want to supervise your dog with the kids at all times. But your dog is becoming jumpy. You can try tell your kid to like just freeze and then turn the back. And then, you know, that'll take away the fun for the dog. But you have to remember, you're talking to a kid. If you tell the kid, okay, turn your back and then tell the dog to stop jumping, they're going to be like, okay. So you have to make it fun for them. So what you tell them is when a dog dog starts to jump, stand like a statue, really, really still. Don't move. Don't move. Don't look at the dog. Wait till the dog sits and then you can look and we're going to turn it into a game. So there is a way that you could teach the kids the same thing you're teaching the dog about jumping or training in general, but just make it fun for them. And that way they're like, Ooh, I want to be involved or, you know, I'm in charge of the dog, so I can do that. So that's one way to get them involved. Also working with dogs and kids and working on different commands you can tell a kid all day, tell the dog to sit and stay. They may do something else and just say stay or do some type of hand gesture. And it can get confusing um, for the kid as well as the dog. So you can give your kid their own command. Um, to teach when they're training a dog. So if say you're doing recall and you use the word come and your kid's good with here and doing that, you can have your kid do here and stuff like that. Um, would you say?
Nope. Oh, yeah. So there's different things that um, you can do with your kids. And I know, Scott, you have a teeny, teeny, teeny little one. So I know Archie and your daughter together. Does Archie do any of that like hyper stuff or try to when she's like crawling and stuff like that? Uh oh, I think we may have lost Scott, but that's okay. He'll be back and he'll be back soon, but I'll keep going. But as far as the commands and what I was talking about, you can really um, just give them something different to do instead of, you know, what you're doing just to make it consistent for them and make it easier so that they want to work with the kids. And also you want to teach your children how to use treats and praise. That's like the biggest thing. I always talk about how dogs learn and they definitely learn by, um, positive reinforcement and association and things they go through. But for the most part, dogs, dogs love food, love treats, love praise. Not all dogs. Some dogs love, um, you know, toys as rewards. But teach your kids how to praise your dogs and use treats. Because a lot of times what happens when your kids have food? Either the dog's following them around or if your child's eating at the table, what's happening? They're dropping food on the floor. They may even be trying to get to your ch child at the table. Or even if you have a little one that's in a high chair, they may be doing the same thing. But if you teach um, your kid to use um, food as like the power source to get the dog to listen, that's how I explain it to them, like you have the magic sword down, then that will be ideal. So use um, food as um, something to kind of get your kids on the ball. So if you're teaching, um, so just tell your kid like, hey, you know, you have these this food in your hand, you know, you, the dog's hauling you around because they want some, you have to teach them to do something in order to get that food. And so it's like, hey, how about we teach the dog how to stay or how to sit, you know, something really simple. And that way you can get your kid on board to using treats and such. Um, when it comes down to training. Overall, when it comes down to um, kids and dogs and working together and kind of, you know, it, it gets so chaotic, doesn't it? When it's like kids and dogs together, you want to manage them. You want to manage the interactions. You want to manage the play. You want to be with them. And there's different form of management when I talk about that. So there's active management where you're like watching your kid, um, you know, train or play with your dog and there's passive management where, you know, you're still in a room, but you may be cooking. So you definitely want to make sure that when you're training and all the interactions with the kids that you're managing them um, during that time frame, And also don't be afraid to use a crate or a, a confined area um, where you're working with kids. If you can't watch them, if they're becoming too much, you, know, you can put the dog in there, kind of let them settle a little bit and then bring them back out. But those are just some of the things that you want to do when you're working with kids. Um, like I tell my clients all the time, um, if you're just getting a dog, whether it's a puppy or older and you have kids in a home, um, it's kind of like at a new level to add a new addition to the home. So you kind of have to restructure your schedule, um, restructure how the family dynamics are and how everyone interacts with each other, including the dog. So it's only for a short while. That's why I tell people, get your dog on schedule get the kids on board excuse me folks that's my dog sorry sorry he's scratching his ear um so get the kids on board get the family on board and that'll make a lot better interaction when it comes down to like training your dog and stuff like that um scott you left us for a little bit but we we're just talking about management and more so about the commands working with kids and stuff but um i think 
We want you guys have a good understanding of basically manage your kids <laughs> when they're around dogs. Um, they can be taught to train the dogs. Let them use their special commands just to wrap things up. And if they're jumping, you can teach them the statue game. Just stand still till they're not jumping. And then, you know, you can just look to them for reward once they're sitting. But all these type of things you can do um, to kind of get your kids started to get, you know, get familiar with training your dog. This is not like these are recommendations kind of to get them as kids, I feel like you have to kind of, you don't have to bribe them, but you kind of have to get them interested and excited. So these are kind of tips to get them interested and excited to get on to a board to help train the dog with you. Because I really do believe it has to be a family thing, including the kids, including the dad, including both parents, dad, moms, um, you know, whatever partners you have, um, just getting everyone on board to train it. And that's ideal. Um, Scott, do you have anything to piggyback off this conversation? or? Um. One thing I can say, one question I would have. So we talked okay. about bringing a puppy or a dog into the family. What about bringing a kid into the family that has a dog? Like, oh, so wait, is this a tongue twister? We brought in our... Uh, oh my God, you're so right, Scott. Yes, God is right. When you, I have, to, oh my gosh, I have so many clients having babies this summer and this fall. Um, and they, and I talked to them about this transition of bringing a new baby into another dog. That's a whole nother story. Um, that's a whole nother live that we should that's do. Uh, no, so serious. Yes. So I tell folks, um, just that this is a whole nother conversation, but I'll answer that. When you bring in another dog, another baby, <laughs> when you bring another baby and there's a dog already there, you kind of want to prep your dog for when the baby comes. So, um, just sitting with the dog when you have the big belly growing, you know, even talking to the dog about the baby, getting a fake baby, okay, and doing one of these, walking around with the baby and working on the dog, like impulse control and jumping and management, like, no, you know, stay right there. You can see the baby, but I always recommend getting a doll baby, getting a fake baby, or um, if you have like, um, Family members who just recently had a baby and they're okay. I'm not saying put the baby in any, you know, I wouldn't have them around a dog who's all yep. excited. But if they're coming over, start using that as an opportunity to get your dog accustomed to a new baby being in a household. But that's definitely a live that we should do um, yep. because I do have a lot of families and I know you guys are, um, haven't been, no, that sounds bad. I know you guys, um, this will be helpful, I should say. Yep. Um, but um, that's ideally how you would go about it, just yeah, getting them accustomed. Like, I think that's a good snapshot of answer. And I think that's yeah. why we can do in the future that yeah but as like a quick snapshot that's awesome advice yeah yep yeah. but Very good. yeah yeah no but if you guys have any questions or you have questions about your kids and dogs together feel free to reach out to me you can drop me a line in the comments you can always reach me anywhere down for pause across the board but um hopefully you guys really gained some insight into this and we will see you next week for another great live topic yes all right, that's <laughs> all right. bye, bye.